You're listening to the Inside the Mix podcast with your host, Mark Matthews. Hello and welcome to the Inside the Mix podcast. I'm Mark Matthews, your host, musician, producer, and mix and mastering engineer. You've come to the right place if you want to know more about your favorite synth music artists, music engineering and production, songwriting, and the music industry. I've been writing, producing, mixing, and mastering music for over 15 years, and I want to share what I've learned with you. Hello, folks. Welcome to the Inside the Mix podcast. If you are a new listener, make sure you hit that follow button on your podcast player of choice. And if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you hit subscribe and that notification bell so you get notified of any new episodes. And as always, to my returning listeners, a big welcome back. So at the point of recording this episode, it is exciting times as always here at Inside the Mix Towers. I have just reopened the doors to the 90-day producer boot camp. So I've got three spaces available for anybody who wants to jump on that. Head over to synthmusicmastering.com and click on the link for coaching and you can learn more and you can watch a lovely video I put together which explains it all and why you need to get involved. And whilst you're there, click on the freebies page and download my free producer growth scorecard and take on the 28-day challenge and gamify your music production, songwriting and mixing and absolutely boss it this year in 2024. And like I say, even better, it's 100% free and it 10 x to my results last year and resulted in the EP release Lost and Found. So folks, you know me, I'm all about efficiency and doing things right first time. So this episode is dedicated to Logic Pro, but the ideas in this episode you can take into other DAWs. And this episode is my top three essential Logic Pro workflow tips. So workflow tip number one, here we are in Logic Pro and we are in the piano roll here. And when I play back this MIDI sequence, I'm halfway through some MIDI notes here, I don't get any sound until a new MIDI note is triggered from the beginning. As you heard then, there was a bit of silence at the beginning, right, for those of you listening. So what we can do is if we go up to File, and we go to Project Settings and then MIDI, and then we go to Chase and toggle Notes. What happens now is I'm gonna play it from the same place, halfway, well, probably a third of the way through these two MIDI notes and listen. As if magic, my problem has been solved, it is now triggering halfway or whatever point through a MIDI note, and that is MIDI Chase, folks. Use it. I introduced this last year for so long, I wasted time waiting to get to the beginning of a MIDI note, but no longer. Give it a go. So here we go. Tip number two, and this is an editing tip. Now, when it comes to editing, I like to use multiple tools, as I'm sure you do as well. We've got the pointer tool, the marquee tool, the gain tool, the scissor tool, et al. All right. There's a lot of different tools available. And by default in Logic Pro, you've got two that you can immediately access. We've got the left click and we've got the command click. And you can see if you're watching this, my left click is just a pointer tool and the command click is the marquee tool. But what we can do is we've got a third tool. So if you press command and comma, it will take you to the settings menu. And then we have general. And then if you click on editing, you'll see it says right mouse button. And I'm gonna change this to is assignable to a tool. And now, if you're watching this, you'll see 
at the top of the timeline, I've now got three tools. So my right click is now a gain tool. So when I right click now in an audio region, you'll see I can now adjust the gain of that audio region. And I use that a lot specifically in podcast editing, but also when I'm editing vocals, just as I've shown you here. So that is tip number two, and that is the assignable right click tool. So here's my third and final Logic Pro workflow tip. So here we are in my session here and I've got this vocal distortion auxiliary send and I want to automate the fader level of this auxiliary send. Yes, I could automate the level going to it from the actual vocal track, but this time I want to automate the actual fader of this particular send. And to do that, it's really simple. I need to right click on the label for the auxiliary send itself in the mixer window and click on create track. Now, if I press X, you'll see I've got this vocal distortion track appear in my timeline. I'm just gonna drag it down underneath my vocal stack. And if I press A now, I can then just click to create a uh, volume automation lane, what's well, already in the volume automation lane, and now I can automate that fader. So there we go, folks, really quick. That is how you can automate the fader of an auxiliary channel in Logic Pro. So there we go, folks, my three top Logic Pro workflow tips. Give them a go. They're transferable to any DAW and their likelihood is it probably already exists in a DAW and it may well be easier, but you know what? You choose your DAW, you pick your poison, right? And before you go, make sure you head over to synthmusicmastering.com forward slash free and download my producer growth scorecard. Take on the 28 day challenge and gamify your music production, songwriting and mixing as well. I did it and it 10x'd my output. So head over to synthmusicmastering.com forward slash free. Alternatively, you can click the link in the episode description. Whoa, before you go, make sure to snag your free test master from Synth Music Mastering. Imagine enhancing your music with my steadfast dedication to quality and that personalized touch. And here's the kicker, it's absolutely free, no cost at all. Simply head over to synthmusicmastering.com or click the link in the episode description to claim your free test master.